Welcome to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan, and I'm really excited. I, I mean, I never like when Allie's gone, but I haven't seen my favorite shop boy, Grant Whitaker, in a very long time. I know. I'm so excited to be here. And how like, I was, are you? I'm good, and I was just saying how nice you look today. Well, you're just trying to butter me up a little bit, although I don't know why well, I can't do a thing for you. But... Well, I didn't want you to be shady. No. <laughs> Well, it's really good to see you, and I know you've been busy. You've had lots of things going on. Yeah. I mean, do you ever have a downtime with all your styling and all your shows and events and all? I think we like to think we have downtimes, but I think we just never do. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're self-employed and you're trying to run a business in a creative agency, you're always thinking. and Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but some days are different. It's you funny. You to see Sam Smith. I did. So that was, you know, a little relaxing. You know, it wasn't only just a fun time. It was just such a creative thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how I missed that one. I mean, I certainly knew about, you know, Ed Sheeran last week and Pink and everybody else. But somehow I didn't even know he was here. But, you know, none of those people had an angel stage like he he did. did. Oh, it was fabulous. It was like a gold statue coming to life in all the different ways it was really fun did it um give you ideas for your next shows i mean did that sort of you know it would be nice to have that budget yeah i was gonna right? say i mean you know that just kind the gold of, paint alone exactly exactly <laughs> but that kind of brings us to fashionopolis yeah which is the tickets are now on sale they are fashionopolis is october 6th it is and it will be at the four seasons hotel again and i have to say because i was there last year that is just the experience, even if the show hadn't been as wonderful as it was, um, the experience of being at the Four Seasons and the way they put the party on, it was wonderful. Well, and you know, it's such a, I say this all the time, you know, it's such a pleasure working with Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. It really is. I have a really good time. I love working with wonderful female editors. I've had, of course, Allie and I worked on that in the beginning. Yeah. But, you know, what it's morphed into, you're right, that experiential party that MSP works on, and then I get the privilege to work on the show portion. It's such a great marriage of wonderful things. If you've never been to that event, it really is spectacular. Um, How do you get tickets? Um, You can go to mspmag.com, and you'll just click on events, and there it will be for you. And you can purchase, and there's different levels. There are different levels. That you can buy. And I, we, just for the show portion, let alone, we've got a lot of surprises this year. Oh, really? I think a lot of people don't realize it's 10 years of doing this show. You know, I was going to ask you how long, 10 years? This will be 10 years, Wow, I didn't realize that. Um, Is one of the surprises going to be that I'm going to be in the show? Well, you're always actually in the show. We see you walk in. Yeah. You sport along the catwalk. You make a little moment. Yeah. I see you with your jewelry and your coral lipstick. <laughs> Is that a no? I'm no, not, it's not great. Of course runway. it's not a no. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's no negatives on Harmony. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. But I, I certainly hope to be there. The event is from 5.30 to 10 on Friday, October 6th. And I will say... From the past, I know tickets go quickly. They do. I mean, it is a really big event that it people is. look forward to. So, um, and if, lots of surprises this year. Really? Yeah, always. Okay. But like this year, all the more. Oh, okay. I okay. always laugh. Jane Hogan Olson is always like, "What are our surprise and delights this year?" 
And do you let her know or don't you tell her? Well, she also, you know, that's the nice thing is when you're working as a producer, they're the client, you come back and you present some things. But, you know, she's an ideas person as well. She really likes to figure out the editorial story of everything. Yeah. And it makes it more fun. Okay. Do you know what you're going to wear? Um, no. Oh, okay. I have some thoughts, though. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing I've got. You know, I always feel such pressure to figure out what I'm going to wear if I go there. I feel like, you know, it's... Do you have a color that you love right now that you maybe haven't worn before? I always love anything in pinks and purples. Well, you know, um, that lavender is a really good color. Yeah. It is right now. There's some great pieces out there. Okay, so you mean I have to go buy something new? Well, you know, that's what people do sometimes. They do sometimes. If you don't have the color in your closet. (laughs) I've got got great purple glasses. Well, you could do that. Or maybe purple glasses with a little white something. Oh. And maybe a purple shoe. Such pressure. Anyway, get your tickets. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be worthwhile. Um, Meanwhile, on a, a very different level, we do know that the State Fair is mm-hmm. coming. When does it start on Thursday? Lexi, do you know? Um, I think it starts I think it's the Thursday 24th. Isn't yeah. it funny we all always know what's coming so I think nobody really checks the date. Yeah, I think it is I think that's the We're yes. like corn dogs, corn dogs. Yeah, that's all we really care about. <laughs> that and Sweet Martha's cookies. And Sweet Martha has relaunched merchandise mm-hmm. um, this year that everybody's going to want. First of all, I, you know, I know this is terrible. I don't know the black keys. Do you know the black keys? I do not. Oh, good. I feel better now because yeah, I'm not but that's just okay. I'm so old. But we could read um, about them. Okay. Well, the black keys are performing uh, at the grandstand. They're the opening night headliner. And so Sweet Martha's has done a special T-shirt that is black. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? And it says the black keys and underneath it says Sweet Martha's cookie jar. And there are only a limited number that will be available. Um, 250 actually. And they'll be available inside the grandstand at the Black Keys merchandise booth. Oh, it is August 24th. Okay, now I know for sure. Um, and it it's going to retail for $40, but a portion of the proceeds are going to benefit the Friends of the St. Paul Public Library, yeah, which is a nice thing. So if you're going to that show, you might want to check that out. And the other thing is they will have other merchandise for those of us who are not attending the show. Um, they'll have logo tees and crew neck sweatshirts in solid colors and tie-dyes, not the yellow ones that the staff wears. Um, plus, they're going to have a baby onesie. Well, there you go. And a water bottle. Yeah. That I'm sure people will want. I love, though, that it benefits the Friends of St. Paul Public Library. Well, I do, too. I think that's a great idea. Are you excited for the State Fair? You know, I get excited for the State Fair, and in particular for, like, the concerts that come. Oh. Because I always think it's a really good chance to see someone and not have to pay a fortune for a ticket. Yeah. Do you go to them? I do. do yeah. Know? I've seen, like, you know, because you, great people. I've seen, like, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Oh. Um, and they were really, really good. I've, I've seen people like Boy George. I've seen um, the B 52s. There was this whole concert. All the time, Grant. Well, just I love a little a, live music. A little live music can't hurt anyone. Yeah. That's, I think that's. I like to shake my booty, but I don't need a cocktail to do so. <laughs> you know, so I just get up and get the music going. Sure, I yeah. hear you. Um, you know, also, you know how they have merchandise at the My Talk booth? Yeah. Well, they've never had merchandise for uh, Shop Girls. 
And this year they do. And this year, for the first time, not a T-shirt, because everybody's got a T-shirt. Sure. They're, what would you expect us to have? A mug? A shopping bag. Of course. A shopping bag. I won't give details I about wanted what to it say says. that, but I didn't know if the budget allowed for well, it. Well, I can't tell you exactly. <laughs> there might only be three of them. I don't know. But they will have um, Shop Girls uh, bags. So the nice thing is, you get one of those, and then you can put all your stuff in. From, that's so you know, nice. You're wandering around the fair. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. And I should mention the first Saturday, actually, Weekly Dish will be out there from 9 to 11. Okay. And then the following week, the following Saturday, September 2nd, it will be um, Shop Girls from 9 to 11. So special times. But the fair is special. So we have do to you love doing, like, do you love doing live broadcasts from there? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Do they give you no, a no, little? No. I shouldn't say that. It isn't. The... No, I enjoy doing it. I'm not a real good fair goer. I'm not good with crowds. You know, I remember going out once to be a guest on Lori and Julia. And the great thing was a company that I was working for at the time was doing. They do a lot of this like lights and sound and stuff for the yeah. concerts. And so I got a little cart to take me over there. Oh, really? So I, I got escorted on a little golf cart. It was very yeah. nice. No, I I will say that I'm just not a good person in big crowds. Got it. So, I mean, once I'm there at the 1071 booth, that's fine. And yes, it's fun to be there and, sure. and broadcast. Um, but, you know. All your fans come. Oh, tons. Just yes. tons of them. Um, <laughs> They're all that. screaming harmony, okay. harmony. <laughs> melody, melody. <laughs> I'm really close to Tell us more words. Tell us more words. <laughs> anyway, on that note, we're going to take a little break. When we, We've got two guests today. I'm so excited to talk to both of them. Me too. But um, when we come back, we're going to talk some home fashion too. So don't go away. Uh, Shop Girls will be back right after this. Hey, parents, hang in there. Summer days are almost over. One last water balloon battle, princess pool party, ice cream scooping, and watermelon slicing till your arms fall off. Before school finally begins. Don't give up. Join the YMCA. Our classes and equipment will give you the stamina to crush this final push of summer like ice for homemade snow cones, which you made for an entire slumber party. But soon enough, you will be victorious. Join the Y at ymcanorth.org. Jumping because you know who that is. It's the Black Keys. That is the Black Keys who will be performing at the Grandstand opening night, August 24th at the State Fair. And we knew that song. Of course. Do you want to hum a few more bars of it? Um, Sure. Okay. (laughs) Maybe later. I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan with Grant Whitaker today. And we were going to talk some home things. Sometimes we neglect that a little bit. And I think everybody's interested. We always are trying to make our homes look better or different or or want some change. Now, I don't know. Now, this kind of mixes um, clothing and home. Of course. I don't know if everyone is aware of the designer Christopher John Rogers. Mm -hmm. I love him. Not that I can afford his things, but I love him because all he does is bright colors. I and, a, mean, and the just, best way. Oh, just the best. Yeah. And he is now doing a line of what they call playful interiors for Faro and Ball. Now, do you know them? I did not know Faro and Ball. You know what? I did know them. But of course, today, I have to say I've never purchased anything, but I did know them. But like now looking at this today, I actually will spend some more time. 
Yeah, I mean, great looking. If you like color, and I don't know, I guess to me, um, it just makes me feel happy to have bright colors. It does. I guess maybe I could use some calming down. Maybe I should have. But you know what? That As you say that, that was what was so nice within the article was saying that they really did the collaboration because they wanted people to feel like they had a free pass to color. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, you can probably explain a couple of these pictures better than I can of some rooms that he's done mm-hmm. and the kind of colors yeah. that he's used. Do you I want me to? <laughs> well, yes. Hello, I'm, oh, you thank there? you. Was that my cue? <laughs> You know, it's funny because one of the favorite, there's multiple rooms yep. and they use like in terms of don't think about like a dull yellow. It's almost like the scale of like a neon yellow or a very vibrant purple or a really luscious turquoise. But it almost looks like the line. Think of your walls, your colors as the most beautiful colors of a Masoni scarf. Yeah. That's how I thought of it. That's it really is beautiful. Yeah. I, I mean, they they have pictures of rooms like where half the wall is pink yeah and half of it i'm trying to get here um, and half is red yeah but which there's i loved but they're doing also these weird architectural treatments on the wall with color yes yeah i mean we'll we'll post these pictures so that you can see them um but i i think that he has a real knack obviously for doing this he said he he narrowed down his spectrum to 12 unapologetically joyful hues yeah it's beautiful and i he calls some of these colors their fun names hog plum <laughs> yellow uh hog plum yellow excuse me romanesco crimson shallot pink um and he said some of the colors he was inspired by his childhood in baton rouge were you really familiar with christopher john yeah, oh yes i was too christopher john rogers i i mean his things are wonderful hoda cop Copy has worn his things. Totally, on the Michelle Today Obama. Show. I mean, yes. multiple people. Viola, Viola Davis. Davis. Yeah, and yeah. it's all the colors that we end up talking about always. Right. I, I just, you know, in fact, he did a a collaboration with Target That's a couple right. years ago. Yeah. Summer things. Mm-hmm. The thing is that you have to realize. I mean, the colors were great. I I couldn't really say they were that too I youthful. The, well, it wasn't that. I didn't think the fabrics were so great. I mean, they just, you know, obviously the prices are very different. And for sundresses, it was probably. Well, a that's good what I mean. Some of, of it was almost a little too revealing. Oh, I, oh, I didn't see those. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I there were a lot of like spaghetti strap, thicker strap, a yeah. lot of shoulder, a lot of arm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's probably why I didn't really look at them very carefully. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyway, then if we, I want to tell everybody loves the junk bonanza here. Mm-hmm. And one of the um, founders of junk bonanza, bonanza was Key Nassauer. Mm-hmm. And she now lives in California. And, but she is a native Minnesotan. And this the market just so that you know if you're interested in going and you want to set your calendar the next one is the 21st of September that will be when the new show starts but she was saying that she always loves shopping in Minnesota that she always can find the best things when when she's here um and she said she also being in LA now she really misses the good prices oh yeah that you can find here um, she said pottery that's found in L.A. could be three times the price that it is in Minnesota. So that's a, a big difference. Um, she ten, she sees the trend uh, toward collecting handmade crafts, um, particularly wooden 
or beaded items. Yeah. Clay pottery. Also, she said to look for mid-century Scandinavian accessories. And she is predicting, her prediction is that early American furniture will start showing up more and more in modern homes um, with like a mix of small patterns and lots of color. So uh, her, and she mentioned some of her favorite stores so that people who are interested in um, doing this kind of shopping should know like her favorite corner, which I was not surprised is 50th and Xerxes yeah. in South Minneapolis. Hunt and gather land. Right. Hunt and gather um, loft antiques. Yeah. She loves those. And also she said close by is a rare bird antiques and Clarabelle vintage. Um, and it, oh, and in Robbinsdale, she likes um, golden age design. And obviously she said, of course the, uh, junk bonanza flea market is still her favorite, even though she's not here anymore. But I also love that she gave like these great insider scouting tips that she just thought would be really helpful in that article too at mspmag.com. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, no, she's um, she knows she knows her junk bonanza totally. Yeah. Um, so and then just quickly, I wanted to mention that HGTV Home by Sherwin Williams has unveiled their 2024 color collection. Mm-hmm. And very different from Christopher John Rogers, uh, it is all earthy tones. And I don't know, what did you think of it? Did you look at at these colors? I did. It's more like what they're calling, so versus talking earlier about like really vibrant colors. Right. These are more like moss and terracotta. They're more natural tones. Yeah. But being done in ways that you haven't seen them before. Right. They're big color that they say is persimmon. Yeah. And they're using, how do you explain persimmon? Mm. I mean, it's a, a, a shade of sort of terracotta. It is, be? but it's almost a little, it's, I, it was, it's almost like a lighter version of tang. You know, do you remember like, like that or like an orange Kool-Aid? I mean, it oh, really is like oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Because it ends up being a little bit more matte. Yeah. Well, I, they. Orange clay is a good way of. Describing right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would probably be a good a good way to explain it. But if you know, if you're into the earthy tones, um, they have all of the different colors that you can kind of mix and match and, and use to make your home have that. Do quiet you go feeling. more do you have a lot of vibrant colors in your home? How about my living room is totally bright yellow oh, and red. I've never received an invite, so I wouldn't know. Door's always locked when you come by. <laughs> of course um, it is. <laughs> When we get back, there's the shade. We have a special guest, and you're going to want to stay tuned to hear from Matt Goldman, author extraordinaire. So don't go away. More Shop Girls right after this. Introducing Old Dutch's two newest flavors, Dutch Crunch Garden Herb and Everything Bagel Popcorn. Garden Herb Kettle Chips are seasoned with a flavorful medley of fresh herbs and spices to make any occasion worth reminiscing about. Premium Everything Bagel Popcorn is another new must-try, flavored with a delicious blend of sesame seeds, poppy seeds, dried onion, and garlic that's sure to be one of your new favorites. Stop by your local grocery or convenience store to pick up your favorite local snacks. Old Dutch Foods. Quality lives here. We don't want to say goodbye. No, we of course not. We want to say not. hello. And you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan with Grant Whitaker today. And we are excited now because Very. we have a special guest that is on the line. Uh, his name is Matt 
Goldman. We are fortunate that he is a local Minnesotan, uh, but he is a New York Times bestselling author, an Emmy award-winning television writer, and so we want to get the scoop about all this. Matt, are you there? Welcome, Matt. Uh Thank you. I am here. Well, we're glad to have you. We hope we didn't take you away from anything really important. A little Premier League soccer, but I'll live. Oh, <laughs> we just okay. assumed you were writing your next novel. Yeah, that, I you, am are, doing that too. Okay, Sometimes well, I multitask. That's yeah. good. It's always good to multitask. Yeah. Let's let's talk first. I mean, you are a native Minnesotan, but mm-hmm. um, and you have written how many books now? I have written uh, seven. Six have been published. Six. Wait, what does that mean? Was one not good enough, or are you still working on it? <laughs> well, well, if you want to include those, yeah. <laughs> I've, written, <laughs> I've written eight. No, the, the seventh one is, will be published in May. Oh, got it. Okay, so we're yeah. getting a scoop on that. Okay. And the latest yeah. one is called A Good Family. And Correct. But you told me when I talked to you that that's a hard book to talk about. Why is that? It's, a, it's not the subject matter that makes it difficult to talk about. It's the way I told the story, which is uh, it starts with a woman who starts, who realizes that things aren't quite what she thought they were it, with her husband and in her house. Okay. And, it, and it's an onion peel. It's like one thing revealed another uh. thing. And the story gets more intense as it goes, and it builds to a big thing. But to talk about it a little bit gives a lot of it away. I see. So okay. that's why it's, it's harder to talk about and, than, than the other books. Right. And yeah. am I correct that it is set in Edina? It is set in the country club neighborhood of Edina. Aha. Which I, in, yeah. you, have you had other books that have been set in Minnesota as well? Yeah. The, uh, of the six that have been published Four and a half of them take place in Minnesota. And, and the one that comes out next year, which is called Still Waters, uh, takes place in Minnesota, as does the one that's coming out in 2025. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You've, got all of my, you've got your life planned. That's great. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I planned it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with the, the amount of books that you've written and being an author, you know, is it really hard, especially when you start promoting these and you're doing PR and all those things, to pick out a certain portion that you want to tell people about? Uh, Sometimes it is. I think that's especially difficult with mysteries because you don't want to give anything away. And so you'll just kind of talk a little bit about where the book is set and what it's about and, uh, and, and what may have motivated me to write it. Uh, Usually when I do public, uh, speaking things, which I do quite a bit. People just ask me a lot about the process of writing and my career, uh, which started in television, and people are interested in how I uh, transitioned from one to the other. Yeah, and we're, we're going we're gonna to get to that, but we want everybody to know uh, that you are not just an author, you're a New York, New York Times bestselling author. Correct. And I know just from people that I talk to here, when they hear that Matt Goldman has another new book, they can't wait to read it. And I think there is some fun for people from Minnesota, especially because you recognize as you're reading it, you recognize places that you're totally familiar with. And it, it just adds another layer to the fun of the story. Yeah, people do like that. I use a lot of real places in the books. 
Um, and people outside of Minnesota like it quite a bit, too. I've had people write to me and say, now I want to come visit there. I've yeah. never been there. And, and I say, do it in June. So. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're going to pick a month, that's a good one. Speaking yeah. of you writing and your process and, and coming from TV and writing novels, what you know? tell us a little bit about your process, but what do you enjoy the most? I, by far, enjoy writing novels more. I am introverted. I'm an introvert with social skills. I can, I'm fine at a party. I'm fine with a group of people. But most of television is group written, and it's 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Mm. And it's just, I find that exhausting. Uh, great people, super smart, funny. Uh, I do find it a much more relaxing process to, to work alone, though. Where, where do you write? Do you have a certain spot that you write in? Yeah, I have an office uh, upstairs right next to the bedroom. I usually wake up. Uh, I go straight into my office. I have a coffee maker in my office. <laughs> uh, there's not. There's one downstairs, too, but I don't go down because then my dogs will want to go out. Oh, yeah. And I can usually get in at least an hour or two before they need to go out. Do you find yeah. that you write for a long period of time all at once, or do you space it out? How, do, how does it work? Uh, it, it depends on where I am in, in, in the process. I don't outline, so some days, if I know exactly what's going on, I, it, it goes more quickly. If I'm stuck or needing to figure things out, it, it can go more slowly. I tend to go by word count more than time. Oh. So uh, if things are really clicking along, I can be done in a few hours. And I don't like to go over that because then I'll find I'm burned out the next day. Uh, and if things are going slowly, it can take 12 hours. And so. do, do you find yourself writing the process, creating the chapters first? You know, how does what what really reads to you? Well, I, I go one page at a time. I start at the beginning. I usually know a little bit about where the story is going, but not a lot. I'm often surprised in the writing process, mm. which makes it fun for me. Uh, it, you know, when, when you're reading, especially a mystery, you think what's going to happen next. And I get to experience that as a writer, too, because I'm right. not quite sure. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do that, though, if I hadn't worked on over 500 episodes of television and 500 stories that I was not the writer of all of those, but one of the writers that developed that story from a one-line idea to a full script to several rewrites during that, before that script gets to the actors and then more rewriting once we see the actors rehearse it. So you feel so, that was really good experience for you because let's talk about, um, I'm sure our listeners are familiar with Seinfeld. I'm sure they're familiar with Ellen. Um, talk a little bit about your background before you started to really become mainly an author. Well, I, 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 during college at the University of Minnesota, I started doing stand-up comedy. Uh, I loved it, but I loved the writing. I did not enjoy being on stage. Interesting. And so I, and it went well for me, but, but I didn't, but I didn't enjoy it. And I couldn't write material fast enough because stand-up is something that you really need to work a piece over and over again to get it to the place where it needs to be. And, and 
I, I would want to keep writing before I got, I, I, I just got bored with the material before I perfected it. So, mm-hmm. uh, with some encouragement from a lot of people out in Hollywood who I had opened for when they came through Minneapolis, uh, people like Dana Carvey and Roseanne Barr and Bob Saget and uh, a whole group of people. Uh, I moved out to LA when I was 24 and, um, and, and I wrote what's called spec scripts and I got a couple lucky breaks and, and I had a, 30 plus year career writing television. So I did it a long time. Yeah, you sure did. A great learning process for me. Was Um, it fun too? It was, it it was sometimes fun. Yeah. um, And sometimes it was not fun. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So Matt, like being in your realm, you know, we're talking to Matt Goldman. He's a New York you know, New York Times bestselling author. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of accolades, obviously. But what does that mean to someone in your career when you do get those accolades? Because it's obviously everything that you're doing is based on creativity. Yeah, you know, those accolades are nice. They are, there's a lot of people who don't have them, who deserve them. Um, and and the New York, getting on the New York Times bestseller list is a bit of a uh, alchemy formula that certain bookstores report and other ones don't. It's great. It's a great thing to put on the front cover of my books and just like winning an Emmy award is is a great accolade. But again, there are tons of really talented people who don't have those things. So I, I, I feel very lucky to have them and, and mostly for the people who work, marketing my stuff and I'm glad they have it yeah yeah well that always helps too so yeah um the books are available just about everywhere yeah especially in minnesota but online uh most bookstores uh in minnesota will have at least some of them um what about uh, amazon yeah yeah definitely amazon definitely yeah Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with Macmillan, and they're one of the big publishers, and they're pretty good at getting those books out. Do they keep after you to you know you you've got to get that book in by this date or that kind of thing, or do they leave you well, alone? I do. That is in my contracts, and now I am contracted to 2025. So, oh. Uh, so, and I and and I've been dealing with deadlines my whole career, so I'm you're used to it. I'm, comfortable with them. Well, yeah. that's good. So the newest book is called A Good Family. Um, there are other wonderful books, The Dust, Broken Ice, Dead West, Shallows, Carolina, Moonset, and you can find them at your favorite bookstore. Matt Goldman, it's great talking to you. It's nice to have a local author that is a national star. And your books oh, are, you are wonderful to read. I think everybody will enjoy them. Thank you for, for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, and we will be back with Whose Look Is It Anyway right after this. I know, I love that Dua Lipa. Yeah, I kind of don't want to talk. But that's what they pay us for, right? Totally. Uh, You're listening to Shop Girls. In case you just tuned in, I'm Harmony Kaplan. And Ali is gone this week, but Grant Whitaker is here. And Grant, do you know what time it is? It's the time in the show when we look at some outfits and we say, really? Mm. I don't know. Do you think that looks good? Like, whose look is it anyway? I can't believe she's wearing that outfit. 
It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? So this is definitely the summer of everybody is some kind of girl. Yeah. Whether you are the tomato girl summer or the <laughs> strawberry girl summer, uh, but you have to be something. You You're can't a Barbie. Just, you can't just dress yeah. in something and say, oh, that's a nice dress. Mm-hmm. You've got to, oh, look at her. She's a lemon girl summer. And that is who Selena Gomez is. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing a yellow sundress, mm-hmm. thin spaghetti straps, uh, midi length, and she actually had everything to go with it. Her, her shoes were sort of a, a neutral tone. But she also had a, a Kate Spade handbag that went with this. It's, it's what would you call it? I get, Well, it's shaped like an orange slice. Well, But I, it's a little bit more like um, sort of neutral tone. Yeah, it is. But her dress is Valentino. Mm-hmm. Not all of us wear Valentino. Um, did you like it? I did really like it. Here's my problem. I okay. like it. I, I love Selena Gomez. Do you watch Only Murders in the Building? I have, oh yes. my gosh, it's so good. Um, anyway, I, I love the style of the dress. I love the way it looks on her. I am just not a fan of labels all over clothes. I, I guess I'm just not good at that. And but, it's got Valentino written all over it. It tends to look like a pattern. I guess more. It does. But, you know, the interesting thing about Valentino is they're not known for putting their label or their name. No, they don't. Yeah, you're right. So it's kind of a first attempt for them. It's almost like Valentino goes a little more Versace. Oh, yeah. That's a good way of thinking of it. And it's funny that you were talking that, of course, the purse is Kate Spade. Um, You know, I had we had a show recently and I had a lemon purse from Kate Spade. Oh, did you really? And a lemon printed. Like there was a... They have all these fruit prints, fruit designs. Well, yeah, it's the summer it's of really every fruit. Cute. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's. I think she looks great. She does look and, great. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'll give it a thumbs up. I would say this is a dress for everybody, but everybody can't do those straps at the top of it. Why it, do you say that? Well, because I just feel like the straps are so tiny. So you mean people if they were big busted that they could Yeah, if you whether you were big busted or let's say you had stronger shoulders or anything, you need a strap that's just going to be a little bit more oh, present. Oh, like you could still do a strap, See, but I, something a little wider. As the if I were designing the dress, yes. I would have taken that print and done really big broader straps with it. Oh. Cuz I think it would have completed it a little bit more. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. We'll tell Selena. I've only been styling for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 2 3 years now. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now let's move to popsicle girl, popsicle girl summer. Spit it right? out. What was that now? Not easy. Popsicle girl <laughs> yes. summer. We're done with lemon. Yeah. Um, I, You're more I, a dreamsicle girl, anyways. That's why. I, you know what? I really like dreamsicles. I do too. They're very good. Yeah. Um, Jeannie Bouchard, who, to be honest, I did not know, but she is a Canadian tennis star. Mm. And so now I know that. And she was seen um, on, I guess she posted on Instagram, a picture outside of the Sportsnet studio in Montreal. And um, she was wearing a dress by Jonathan, do you pronounce it Simka? Jonathan Simka. I didn't Um, know this designer. I've heard of him. I have not. But I couldn't tell you in what context. Yes. Excuse me. Anyway, it's a mini dress in their, what they call their Capri Ombre color. Mm-hmm. It's quite delightful. 
You explain it because you're better at that than I am. Do you think it's delightful? I on her. I don't think it's very delightful. Why? I almost well, explain think, it first. Well, it goes from turquoise to green to pink to turquoise to like vanilla to like, like all orange of, yeah, to, to purple. Yeah. And it almost looks a little tie dye to me. Oh. That's why I don't like it. And I don't like the weird cutout in the middle. Well, it's got the cutout in the middle. It's sleeveless, obviously. Cut out in the middle, and the skirt is very short, mini skirt, pleated. Well, if you were her age, would you wear this dress? Uh, it's been so long since I've been that age. I don't know. Um, I guess it depends what she was wearing it for. Well, I mean, you know, it's first playful. I thought it was to play tennis, but I don't think it was. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if you don't know where the dress is going and you don't oh. know the destination, it may not be that great. Okay, maybe you've changed my mind then. <laughs> oh, I feel kind of bad now. All right, we'll say that that's kind of a maybe. Yeah. All right. So then this other look, and you tell me, I mean, this is my feeling. Katie Holmes mm-hmm. and Meghan Markle. Yeah. Um, at different times and not together, we're wearing uh, one of the fall dress trends. Yes. Um, it is a... Bandeau. Ba- yeah, bandeau top. Strapless to yeah. those of us that don't know all the fancy language. Black <laughs> and white wide stripes yeah. going... I never know her... It's horizontal or vertical. I never know which is which. They're um, going uh, around is uh, uh, horizontal. Uh, yes, correct. Right? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're not so good either. Okay. So Katie Holmes was wearing this dress. I was too black, busy judging the dress. Black and white with high top um, sneakers mm. and a big black bag. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, Meghan Markle wore it to a party in a much more dressed up way. Um she was wearing it with sandals mm-hmm. and I loved the way it looked on Meghan Markle. I wasn't fond of the way it looked on Katie um, Holmes. Yeah. What about I wasn't you? either. Oh, really? It almost looks like Katie Holmes is coming from a spa appointment. Well, I don't know. I mean, first of all, I just don't understand the shoes with that. It's not flattering on the, the, the dress is a midi length. Right. And it's just not very flattering. It's not at all. It really I think that's the problem is it looks like something that you might have just thrown on really quickly. Yeah. Um but apparently the bandeau style is going to be big for fall. Now I'm not quite understanding that either because it gets a little chilly. But you know what? A bandeau dress that's done correctly with a blazer over oh, it. Okay, oh, okay. No, that's my God. fine. No, that I that's understand. The, like the if bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, just alone. It's, it yeah, I be just. For fall. I, or, or yeah, winter. no. Would no, it? it would need an accessory. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you're my accessory. Yes. And there is a whole other hour of Shop Girls coming up after this, so don't go away.